gentlemen boys and girls what is going on my name is justin this is sports sales and coffee and i appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day allowing me to enter your ear holes and tickle that beautiful brain of yours with a little bit of information a little bit of knowledge and even some motivation that will hopefully help you reach and exceed your sales goal and hopefully you can dominate the industry and absolutely kill it. If you enjoy what you're listening to, and I really hope you do, it'd mean the world to me if you could like, subscribe, and comment onto wherever you listen to the podcast. I say it every episode because it would mean the world to me. It'd be awesome if you did. And also tell a friend to tell a friend about it. We'll grow this podcast together. If you find just any little knowledge nuggets that you feel have changed your game, pass it along. Sales is a very big piece of sales is a, a very big pie. We can all get a piece. We can all we can all grow. We're not competing. It's just we can all do better. So if you find some knowledge nuggets, pass along to a friend and mean the world. And also just uh you know follow me on Instagram uh, at Sports Sales Coffee. Facebook is at Sports Sales Coffee. LinkedIn is Sports Sales and Coffee. Twitter is SSC underscore podcast. Or hit me up on Gmail uh, email that is Sports Sales coffee at gmail.com let me know your thoughts your feelings and kind of whatever if you have an idea for an episode or just a chat or i'd love to hear about it hearing from you guys absolutely jazzes me up i love it it uh, pumps me up to do more and just do everything because to know the podcast is helping people um just absolutely humbles the shit out of me so thank you thank you very much uh, I'm coming at you Friday afternoon, 4 o'clock. It's almost to, to close out the week, but I want to jump in and make a, make a quick podcast because it's something that's very, very important. But instead, I wanted you know, to talk about that. Let's talk about kind of what happened this week. Two things this week. One made me very happy. One made me pretty sad. The front one thing that made me happy, Jalen Brown dunking on LeBron's face made me so happy. Holy crap. That was a beautiful play. Beautiful play. You know my feelings about LeBron James. Great human. Does a lot of lot of good. Does a lot of you know great things for the community. Not in trouble. Just a human being. Phenomenal. As a player, I hate him. Hate him. Celtics fan. You gotta hate LeBron. If you're a true Celtics fan, I don't think you can like LeBron just because he like murdered us. And he was in our, our conference. And right now, it's like, I, I don't look at him. Like, I want him to lose every time he plays the Celtics. I just I, I want that out of him. 
I want to lose. I want Jalen Brown to dunk on his face. That was absolutely phenomenal. He shouldn't have got a technical afterwards, but I don't even care because we were killing those jive turkeys, and we were just dominating, so I loved it. That made me so happy. The Celtics are playing well. The young core is coming together. I'm also a big Jalen Brown guy, a big Jalen Brown guy. I know I said this before on the podcast. I'm a big Jalen Brown guy. So for him to be playing this well has made me feel really good because for a while I was like, uh-oh. Not for a while, but last year I was like, oh, no. Nope, that was Kyrie's fault, not Jalen's. He's killing it. Love Jalen. Him and Tatum are the pillars of the young Celtics to grow up. we got to sign Tatum to a long-term deal after this, and then that would be perfect. So that made me happy. What made me sad was the Delonte West thing. That made me really sad. I was a big Delonte West fan. Um, it was – I didn't want him to be to leave and go to Cleveland, and then Rondo picked up. Um, I had to – you know, I really liked Delonte West. I kind of followed him his whole career. I always thought he played really well. I liked how he played. Um, seemed like a good, good dude. And what really made me sad – is five five years four or five years ago, Vice did a story about Delonte West and his mental health, and he talked about how I he had it kind of under control, that he understood that that's why he was out of the NBA. He was trying to work his way back. He went to the the D League, now the G League, and what made me really sad is just as a father, the whole time he was you know he was he had an infant son with him and he was talking about how he wants to be a good dad and it just broke my heart to see him the video of him on the streets and how he might not have control of his mental health and I, I hope everything gets better and, and everything like that especially from just from a dad looking at that with his son you just hope you know it just the relationship can be there and, and it made me sad I mean sorry to bum everyone out Delonte West was great but so that 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 bummed me out this week. I was not happy when I saw it, um, but I was very happy when I saw Jalen Brown dunk on LeBron James's face and, and beat the Lakers um, by a lot. That was a very, very, very good thing. Other than that, my daughter also started... Um, my daughter started dance classes, started get dance classes yesterday, and uh, they're in the morning, so when I got home, I talked, and I was like, hey, how was, how was dance class? And I, she said, she said, great. I said, oh, what was the best thing about it? And she said, I made friends. And I, I'll tell you, that broke my little heart, and I just like welled up with like some tears in my eyes. Because she's three years old, and I realize this is the first time she's making friends. Every every other friend she's made has been like, I knew the parents we went over, or it was my son's friends who came over. But for the first time, <coughs> the first time in her like life, she's meeting other young kids, young girls, and can create friendships with them. And I was like, oh my god! It just like hit me in my my soft spot, and I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. It's just, it's phenomenal. So, there it is. I just kind of wasted seven minutes of your life telling me about it. I hope you enjoyed it, though. I mean, it broke my heart. It was great. But uh, other than that, everything is, is phenomenal with me. It's been, been kind of a slow week. I don't know how you feel. This week has been a little bit slow, but I got some things in the works. It should be growing, and I'm still grinding, trying to get meetings and cold calling and everything to try to amp up and just really make 2020 a year that dominates what 2019 was, which for me was a good year in 2018. Just always try to improve yourself and do better. So 
I appreciate you rocking me. Episode 77. I want to jump on because I, I, I think this is something very important. I think I've talked about it a few times. But I want to go into a little bit more detail. And I think it, it, it deserves a little bit more detail. And if you saw the title, it's Stop Leading. Stop Leading. Now, this isn't me being saying stop being a leader in the office. And stop being a leader to the other, you know, to your other co-workers. No, be that leader with them. Push, try to have them be better, help when you can, and just deliver them absolutely you know, great advice and, and, and be there and be a leader in the office. That's what I want you to do. It's stop leading when you're, when you're making that cold call, when you're going to the meeting. And I think when this is a, a problem, it can set you up for such a negative, a negative effect that in your cold call or in your meeting, if you're leading with an idea... excuse me, if you're leading with an idea and you don't have information to let them, for for you to know that that it might be a good fit for them, if it's not a good fit, it can absolutely ruin your interaction that you have with that person and soil whatever you can make out of it. I mean, it can go down the drains very, very quick. And I think the luxury that we have as salespeople, especially in the sports industry, is we have many different things to sell. We don't just have one, one thing. A lot of people think we have one thing. And I'm saying that from the ticketing side and the sponsorship side. Sponsorship side, we got everything. Billboards, PA reads, concourse, I mean, pocket schedule, tickets, whatever you want. From the group side and from the ticket side, we have different levels of seatings. We have different game plans. We have different, we have individual five game, 10 game, 20, full season, half season, flex, picnics, skyboxes, suites, you know, everything, everything in between. So if you're going into a meeting and you're going into a cold call and you're leading with an idea and that idea goes wrong, you can soil that relationship. If you think about it and you're calling someone and, and you have an idea saying, oh, I think they are going to be great for this PA read. They are going to be absolutely, absolutely awesome for the one, two, three inning. One, two, three inning for people that don't know. And I have a huge baseball knowledge. Just kidding. I don't. But the one, two, three inning is when the first, second, and third batter of the inning either or just they all go out. You know, so only three batters come up. They're all out. That's a one, two, three inning. So if you lead with a company like that, and let's say they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't want anything on the scoreboard. That's not, what we're, that's, what, that's not what we want. When you get that first initial no, you put that in their head, and it's very tough to overcome it. It's not impossible to overcome, but it's very tough because you started the meeting, you started the cold call with a no. Now you have to backtrack get back in line, and then come back with another idea. Now, this is a little bit different than pivoting, you know, which was, you know, a couple episodes ago. Leading is, is I don't want you to lead with an idea. When you make that call, let the conversation come to you. And then when you can kind of then throw out some ideas. But if your initial call is to call about season tickets and they say no, like no season, I'm not interested in season tickets, it's now tough for you to pivot and get back. But if you call them to ask if they're interested in talking about, you know, ticketing programs or other options, they say, yes, they are. And now it opens the gate where then you can, then you can present an idea. I'm not saying presenting an idea is wrong. You have to present an idea. But when you lead 
in with an idea and they say no, it's very tough to come over that. It's very, very tough. So for the cold call, I never tried to lead with a meeting. I never tried to never tried to leave with an opportunity ever, ever, unless it's like my, you know, 30th call and I'm just trying to get them to call me back. Then I might be throwing stuff at the wall for them just to get me something. But my first few calls, I'm never leading with an idea because I never want them to tell me no, no, it's not this. I want them to tell me no, they don't want to work with me because they don't want to be in my ballpark. I don't want them to tell me no, they don't want to be here because they don't like radio or they don't like signage because I don't know enough about that business to really pitch their idea. So my original pitch on my cold call is to set a meeting so I can learn more about their marketing strategy. We can talk about opportunities here at the ballpark and we can see if it makes sense for them to for them be here and for us to start a partnership. That's what, that's how I lead with my cold calls. And then the meeting, I always kind of ask the question, which I love. I've referenced throughout the podcast. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm coughing. What I lead all the time is when you come to the ballpark, what is something that you notice? What is something that you enjoy seeing that you pick up on? Because chances are, if you pick up on it, someone else is going to pick up on it. And we can maybe do that here. And then I approach their idea. Now, when I go to the meeting, I have an idea in my back pocket that I may present about. That's what me and Jeff talked about is that we might bring it up or you might just stay in your pocket. So it's great to do your homework and have that. But by leading with an idea and leading with an opportunity, if that goes wrong and they say no, it's terrible. And also you're doing a lot of, you're doing a lot of legwork of making up a proposal, of making up a PowerPoint, of putting time and effort and thought into getting this idea that you can present to them without even knowing if this is something they'd be interested in. To not even know that this is something that could be possible for them. I mean, if I lead with radio or I lead with a program or a pocket schedule or couponing or them to you know, get an ROI and they say, no, we don't coupon at all. Whoops, what do I do now? You just told me no. So don't lead don't lead with an idea. Lead with the idea of trying to get them to do something and meet with you to talk about different opportunities. And then the meeting, if you talk about different things and they say no, then you can pivot away and do other things. But as long as you're having that, as long as you're having that interaction with them, I mean, that's what you're looking for to have that conversation. It's okay to hear no in the conversation, but to lead and to start a conversation with an idea that they say no on, it's very tough to overcome that. So stop leading with an idea, a specific idea that they have. Just don't do it. It's going to, I tell you, it it works for me a lot when I don't, and my, my only thing is I'm just trying to get a meeting with you. I'm trying to set up a phone call where I can talk, and that's my goal of my cold call. And then the meeting, I have an idea, but I don't lead with it. When they come back, when their question, which is, and I thought this was going to be a short podcast. Look at me. I thought this was going to be a short one, like under 10 minutes. Nope. When, when the prospect asks me, hey, what do you got for me? Which I know we've all heard. What do you got for me? My response is never, well, I got this great post-game radio show that I think you'd be great at because of X, Y, and Z. No. What do you got for me? My response to that is, you know, that's what makes my job fun is I have a lot of different opportunities 
you know, here at the ballpark and that we can really tighten it up and we can really look to see what's the best fit for you to get your message and your brand across. So when you're at the ballpark or when you're at a stadium or when you're at a a concert venue, what's something that you notice or something that you like looking at or what's something that you like seeing that we could, you know, maybe do here? That flips the script on them and comes back. If he goes, what do you got for me? Like I said, I got this radio post game. Nah, I don't like radio. Okay, uh, let's do uh, uh, what? You already had a no. You already you already have that like speed bump already. Let's try to get over that. Let's kind of come out. So stop leading with an I- a specific idea, and just try to get that meeting and try to get what they like, and then build off there. Have that product knowledge that you can flow, and the conversation can go in the meeting, and it's going to be over time. You're going to get successful, but. If you're leading with a group outing and the guy's like, we don't do group outings, man. We just never have. We're not interested. It's very tough. You'd be like, okay, well, then what about season tickets? And the guy's like, nope. Or she's like, no, I'm all set. It's just, so stop leading. Stop leading. That's all I got. That's what I got. I thought it was going to be a short one. It's not. It's going to be just under, I don't know, 20 minutes. So typical. I hope everything with you is going absolutely phenomenal. I appreciate the hell out of you for listening. This is um, something that I always look forward to do every every single week. And uh, we make it work. We make it work, so I appreciate it. Um, so make sure to tell a friend, tell a friend about the podcast. If you find some knowledge nuggets, make sure you tell them about it. We'll grow this bad boy. Follow me on social media, at Sports Sales Coffee on Instagram, at Sports Sales Coffee on Facebook, at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter, Sports Sales and Coffee on LinkedIn, or hit me up on Gmail, Coffee at gmail.com. I'll get back to you as soon as I can because I'm not the hot girl in your high school. I will get back to you, I promise. Hearing from you guys jazzing me up. Knowing that some of the words I've said is have helped and, and improved your game is just, it floors me. So I absolutely love it. So thank you very much. Tell a friend to tell a friend and uh, like, subscribe, and comment to wherever you listen to the podcast because we're doing it big. But go sell something. Have a great week. Peace.